Okay, my cosmic junkies, we're going to explore the new moon in Gemini on June 10th. This one is going to be a cosmic activity and play called the Ring of Fire. You heard me, the Ring of Fire solar eclipse. It's the first solar eclipse of 2021. This one, I really want you to engage and absorb this energy and really do something with it. This will be the most visible at sunrise on June 10th. The moon will cover the center of the sun and will create this beautiful ring of fire. This ring of fire is going to shine and show the different paths that you need to take along this crazy cosmic journey we've been on. Time to be really open to newness, open up your heart, and get ready to try something new. The sun's energy is going to be a power punch of positivity, love, abundance, and also it's going to tap into your infinite abilities and that inner magic within. That's right, those inner magic within. Let's take on the sun's energy. My vision also showed this is also an opportunity to open up to the sun or soul's energy and how can you work with it especially with the summer solstice coming around the corner i will be doing several things around the summer solstice and its energies hit subscribe so you don't miss out on anything that's coming up in a few weeks and how you can do rituals and ceremonies to tap into this energy for abundance, how you can tap into it to bring in its best possibilities for yourself. So solar eclipses are extra powerful. There are these beautiful lunar events rallying with the energy of almost like three new moons at one time. What? That's crazy. This one in particular is very important because it's happening so close to the summer solstice and it happens when the day and the sun starts to center into Cancer. Ways that you can watch this phenomenal event. First, don't ever look directly into the sun. No, no. You want to preserve those eyeballs. Keep those pretty browns, blues, or greens as safe as you can. Even if you're wearing sunglasses, that won't help. I'll have a special link on how you can make a tutorial on how to look at this solar eclipse through a homemade item you can use. You'll need these special eclipse glasses. You can also get them on Amazon. Like I said, you can make these homemade ones. Even using a spaghetti strainer or colander, which will show the partial eclipse shadow if you let the sun shine through its holes and onto the ground or other surface. So be creative. Don't look directly into it. If the weather in your location is hazy, as we know, Colorado changes its mood every single check second and so does it change its weathers you can watch it live starting at 5 30 a.m mountain time so this is really important the entire solar eclipse will be about 100 minutes long and the ring of fire phase which the moon covers 89 percent of the sun will last only up to 3 minutes and 51 seconds every point along its path of its little journey that it's going to be doing. So that means hit those alarm clocks, get up and rise with the sun if you want to see this spectacular event. Some regions that don't follow along the solar eclipse path will see a partial eclipse and that's if the weather's permitting. So like we said, pay attention to Colorado weather whether you're getting up or not. As the moon phases in and out of the sun, it will look like this shadow took on a bite out of this bright star just like it just took this nice little chunk out of it some viewers in the united states the best way is shortly right after sunrise depending on your location but here in colorado it's going to be right when the sun is coming up with you so meet and greet and say give gratitudes to that beautiful sun as it's coming in like i said set those alarms get up early we just went through another eclipse right we had a lunar eclipse not that long ago this lunar eclipse hopefully this energy will be winding down leaving us with so 
what is a new moon solar eclipse and what makes it so special? Well, a new moon solar eclipse is like a supercharged, super potent new moon. You heard me, new moon, potent. It's like on steroids, similar to a regular monthly new moon. This is a great time to begin something new or with at least set intentions to manifest new experiences, new relationships. This is the time to really call those things in that you've been wanting to move towards something new. Is it that new house that you've been looking for? Is that that new job, new opportunities? Maybe it's even starting school. Maybe it's starting a new version of you. Wow, what a beautiful time to start into something like that, right? However, the difference between a new moon and a new moon eclipse is that anything with situations that arise during this time, around this eclipse time, will have a much longer impact on your life. You heard me, a much longer impact on your life. It's not going to be little short bursts of energy in your life. This is going to be, the, like I said, the one on steroids. It's going to stay in your system for a while and around your auric field and your energy body. Due to the presence of the north and south nodes, which in astrology speaks to our higher callings and purposes in this lifetime. What are nodes? Astrology used lunar nodes to determine where your destiny lies, like north node, what you were in the past lifetimes is south mode. The nodes change signs about every 18 months. People born within your same lunar node group are like your soul tribe. You were incarnated with them to learn the same lessons. So that's why it's good to know your astrology chart to find your people peeps. For this reason, Eclipses are notorious for helping us recalibrate ourselves on our higher path, especially if we have veered off in the last six months. And I say some of us has veered off through this whole pandemic. It depends on, you know, what part of veering. Some of us got more aligned on some paths and other paths got totally misaligned. It's just not one thing. It could be several different things. If you believe you watch the days immediately surrounding this eclipse, you'll gain more insight to the key lessons or focuses over the next six months. So pay attention what's coming up. What lessons, what contracts are showing their face and kind of saying, oh man, why is this showing? Why is it here again? Oh, I thought I was done with this. Remember, like I always say, it's like an artichoke. You get so many layers until you get to the heart. And sometimes not even in this lifetime, we get to that heart. But man, do we try. Pay attention to that. What's coming up? What conflicts in your relationships with work, with home, with anything around you, what is showing you these pieces that they're asking you to shift and move through? It's really important. Pay attention to this. This eclipse will not only be in the sign of Gemini, which Gemini rules communication, learning, short distance travel, transportation, and electronics, but it'll also be strongly influenced by Mercury's retrograde and Neptune. Because of this, you may find yourself fighting through a little confusion and mental fog to find the gift during this new moon eclipse. Let me tell you, this Mercury retrograde, usually I can breeze through them and shift through them, but this one has me a little bit jumbled with emotions and communications and really having to take a step back and take accountability for my actions and my words and what am I being influenced? Am I being influenced by my thoughts, my feelings? What is it? Why am I having the reaction I am? I ask you to do the same because it's going to be mixing in some of this convoluted energy at the same time. With Mercury still in retrograde until June 22nd, you heard me. I know some of you guys just went, oh God. Right? Information may even feel sparse and inconsistent. It just feels like it's you don't have the whole picture. You're not seeing 
the whole pieces of the puzzles. Neptune, which rules perception, illusions, delusions, addictions, and emotional sensitivity. Might make our view of reality and ourselves a little touch and go. Talking about, like, am I reacting from a place, true feelings? Am I being triggered from something in my past? What is really going on with this increased emotional surge that I've been feeling the last few days? The trick to finding your diamond in this type of energy is to be willing to question your reality with curiosity and compassion. So how do you do that? Like, that sounds like, well, that sounds like a great thing to do, but how do you embrace this kind of energy with curiosity and compassion, right? I'm going to give you five ways of kind of practicing self-compassion and stop being so hard on yourself. This is the time you're getting yourself out of that boxing ring, and this is the time to self-nurture, self-care, self-love, those words of affirmation, you are the best, I love you, you're great, you know, all those beautiful things. Treat yourself as you do a small child. When we're learning lessons and we're teaching a child, we don't berate them and scold them. We keep showing them how to do it until they get it. And then we praise them when they got it. Do the same with yourself. Give yourself a high five. Yeah, look at the hard work you did. All right. Be that compassionate person that you would to somebody else. Treat yourself like that. Second, practice mindfulness. You guys will always hear me all the time. Go to your place full mindfulness. Well, what does that mean for mindfulness? Just go and be here, be now. When you're cooking, turn out all the the noise and the chaos around you if you can. And just listening to what it sounds like when that knife cuts the food. As that food is hitting the frying pan and it sizzles and it makes all those popping sounds. And you can see the different textures as it's being warmed and it's starting to brown or simmer from a solid into a goo or, or whatever that is. Just pay attention and enjoy those little intricate moments. That's what mindfulness is. Go for a walk and turn off the phone. Don't listen to music. Listen to how the wind is playing in the trees and how it makes the grass dance on the ground and how the birds are flying aerial dynamics in the sky and how they're singing their song to you. That's what I mean by mindfulness. Take that time. Third, this is important. Remember, you're not alone. We always feel that we're so alone and that we're the only person that's going through what we're going through. But trust me, if you put your story out there, you're going to hear so many people saying, oh my God, I'm going through the same thing. Yes, I understand. That's, I feel like we have the same contracts, literally. Give yourself permission to be imperfect. We're here in a human experience. We're these light beings in this physical, dense, heavy body full of chaos, emotions, and so many other things. And we haven't been taught how to navigate all this. We have been shut down from that energetic source of who we truly are with our energy bodies, our chakras, our auric fields, our meridians, and all that stuff. And so even though you may have been starting to connect to that, no one is at 100% aligned with that. It's okay to make mistakes. It's okay. We're here in a human experience. We're a soul body in a human world. And it's time to just like tell yourself, I forgive you. It's different if you keep repeating the same choice over and over and over again and not learning. Even when people say, oh, I failed. I never look at it as a failure. I always look at it as an opportunity. What didn't work? What didn't fit for this situation? It's always an opportunity of how you can look at something in a different way and maybe even ask for help. Remember, you're not perfect and it's okay. 
give yourself a big hug and say, okay, let's try another day, a different way, a different expression. And it's okay to ask for help. That's one of the biggest things. Work with a supportive therapist or coach. In our society, we've gotten this crazy notion going to counseling or working with a mindful coach or life, life empowerment coach is weak or you're vulnerable or you're not strong. No, what you're learning is new skills. It's learning how to be that soul body in this physical world. You're learning different ways to work with those emotions, those thoughts, that expression of who you are and how that works. When you step into choosing to do something like that, you're choosing your self-care and empowering yourself with different tools to work through that. Don't hesitate to check something out. It's always a good thing to have a different perspective. Also, the energy of this first eclipse of the season, which was on May 26th, the full moon, it was the lunar eclipse, is kind of still hanging around. How can you use it to help you manifest in this energy? It's not a time for judgment, blame, or any low-vibing behavior that's still kind of hanging around that you don't want. Change its energy. It's time to step into Saturn's energy, which is to help you set very clear, concise boundaries and goals that will help you assess this higher sense of self with this manifestation in your energy of who you are. Remember, you're more powerful than you can even imagine. You're a magnitude of abundance, energy, you name it. The universe is at your feet. Now it's a time of self-reflection and digging deep into your psyches to gain the greater understanding of yourself and the influence of your world. So this is the time, like, if you see, you notice there's a pattern with certain memories coming up, certain feelings, sit down and journal. Where is this coming from? Is this something from here? Or is this something from my past? You may have tons of different epiphanies come forward and so you can see this greater manifestation towards these dreams or these intentions that you want to drum into your life that you want to have that heartbeat move to this energy will really come in smoothly especially with this next solar eclipse this energy is going to be really wonderful it's about things that you're going to learn about yourself and to and how you can work and shift it and move it into these new manifestations or this new way of being we always think of well if it's a negative thing that i'm wanting to shift that it's bad no what an insight to have Oh, I'm really having a limiting belief that I'm not good enough. Wow, what an insight to have. How can you shift that? Well, start with positive affirmations. Start really loving and taking care of and honoring yourself around that. When we think we identify something negative, we always say, oh, it's like a negative thing. To me, those are gifts. Those are opportunities for us to grow and shift and learn through. It's kind of like hitting a hard level on video game and that you're learning to master and that you're learning to go through. It's time to take action. Raise your voice. And what needs to be said and done for yourself. So what do I mean, raise your voice? This doesn't mean getting toxic and yelling and screaming at people what you need. This is to express your true self to yourself. Sit down and ask yourself, what do I really want? What does my soul and spirit want for me? What is it calling me? What is it asking of me? What is it craving? That's the biggest thing. What is a craving? What do I feel like I may be missing in my life? Why are water rituals so um, amazing, especially during the solar eclipse? Well, this one has that intense fire energy. And what's the opposite of fire is water. 
And water is always connecting to emotion shifting. And this one is so emotion based. Why don't we use that energy to help us shift and move into something neat? Move the energy into this great abundance for yourself because remember new moons are always about manifestation bringing something new into your life it's planting these seeds and with this being the steroids of new moons it's really important you're very intentional and very clear and concise but what what you want to manifest what you want to bring in one of the ones i was thinking let's do something that an herb that you have in your kitchen that everyone has which is cinnamon cinnamon is about bringing the spice of life the joy and it's a fire herb we're we're combining fire and water together for this ritual. What you'll need is a jar or, or a bowl of water, cinnamon sticks, cinnamon bark, ground cinnamon, or cinnamon essential oils, whatever you have in your home, and six coins of any kind. I mean, I don't care if you have coins for even around the world. Use what you can. Place your jar or bowl of water on your altar or in a place that's sacred to you in your home. Like, is your kitchen your gathering place? Then put it on your kitchen table. I would even get a white candle, light that white candle to remind you of the light and the fire within yourself and concentrate your herbs, get a, you know, so what does it mean by that? It means you want to bless them, bless your space, get a bell, get some sage and burn it, some cedar you can burn, you can do drums, whatever in that space over your items that you're working with. Now you want to get your water. And you want to add your six coins to the water. And for each coin, you offer an intention as you whisper into the coin. I wish to invite financial abundance. And blow that and put the coin into the water. May my path to prosperity be clear. Put that into the water. May abundance surround me in all aspects of my life. Put that into the water. May money flow consistently and constantly into my life. And then whatever else comes to you that means abundance, that means to have that beautiful energy wrapping its arms around you. What does that look like to you? Is that friendships? Is that going and having a treat me day? Is that going and grounding and earthing? Whatever that abundance looks like to you, whisper that into the rest of those coins and place it in the water. This one's important. Now you're going to connect your energy to the water. You're going to spin the water with your fingers, letting the water know who you are. So how would you do this? Put your hands in there. Swirl it. Give it it's your name and your birthday. And ask for this water to connect its essence for you, to bring this manifestation forward for you. Now you're going to add the cinnamon, either the sticks, the bark, the powder, or the oil. And then after you're done, whisper gratitudes to the water and put it somewhere in the night sky in that new moon energy and let it stay overnight to absorb that energy of this moon this fire eclipse moon and the following day you're going to add this ritual water to a ritual tub bath that you're going to do a foot bath or even offer it to your house plants or your garden outside you know because you'll be taking those herbs and only if you choose to use the cinnamon oil that may be a little rough on your skin so I would offer that to more of the groundwater back to mother Gaia leave the coins on your altar when the next full moon comes in then you can pick them up and use them and add them to your money bowl or go spend them in gratitude and tell them thank you for the energy that they brought in thank you for joining me for us as we explored this journey of this next solar 
eclipse fire new moon. I am so excited. I hope this energy brings tons of abundance into your life, which I know it will, and so many possibilities to see these new paths that's going to unfold for you. Join me on social media. I'd love to be friends with you. Click like and describe. We have coming up soon, we'll be talking about summer solstice coming around the corner. Don't forget, bless yourself and sage yourself. Trina of Altered Haven.